0: Welcome to the Alliant in the Public Eye podcast, a show dedicated to exploring risk management topics and challenges faced by today's public sector leaders. Here's your host, Carlene Patterson. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of In the Public Eye. Data plays a critical role in what we do as insurance brokers, whether we are using the data when we're talking to insurance markets or whether you as risk managers are using the data when explaining the insurance program and results to your CFO or other management. We've discussed the importance of this data, and now we're going to talk a little bit about what we're doing as brokers to assist our clients in putting the data together. And to do that, I have invited Dan Made to our podcast today. Welcome, Dan.
1: Carlene, thank you for having me.
0: Before we get started, um, I think it'd probably be good to talk a little bit about yourself and tell our audience a little bit about your background and what you're doing here at Alliant. Sure.
1: So I have been here, it'll be three years in July, and I was hired on in a dual role as producer, but also to broaden our data analytics capabilities. Prior to that, I spent 20 years as a reinsurance broker in all of those years, I was working in some capacity with pooling clients. But for the first half of my career, it was really traditional reinsurance placements, MGA business, things like that, hard to place casualty business, which brought to bear on sort of how, how we do things on on the pooling side. Okay. Um, so that's really what got me into the space. And, and at this point, uh, here working with Alliance.
0: All right. Well, you're an analytics magician, as far as I can tell. Some of the things that You have done for me and my clients has been fantastic. So really want to talk a little bit about the data and analytics. We in the past podcasts have talked about how we use valuations when we're coming up with the limits, the appropriate limits for our clients, or, you know, what are the right retention levels. So talk a little bit about, you know, the data and analytics and what you're doing for our clients. And then I know you're dying to introduce the public entity database that you are in charge of. So, you know, you want to talk about that a little bit as well?
1: Absolutely. So I guess where I'll start is what I mean by analytics. Uh, so coming from the reinsurance broker background, inherent in that role was really the rise of actuaries right in in the industry. There was a period of years where we got away from the underwriting-dominated decisions and the actuarial uh, view, including in management, and that really became prevalent. So I, I started my career in summer of 99, and it was already in full swing in that traditional reinsurance marketplace. So inherent in that was that reinsurance brokers, if you are going to be taken seriously, you needed to have your own actuarial group who can uh, kind of go toe-to-toe or, or see to eye with uh, the reinsurers and the actuarial services they were bringing. So it was more of a um, another advocacy tool that you would bring to your clients, but it gives, it gives us the opportunity to do our own work on the data that we get from the clients and come up with our own recommendations and that before before or during when we share it with the reinsurer. So when, when we send out a submission, our reinsurance partners are taking it and they're giving it to their actuary, especially on complex pool placements, and the actuary is pretty intimately involved in coming up with pricing and what they will do at different structures. So that's what we are doing here is, is a benefit to our clients is we have our own internal actuarial group who we've been engaging and getting them involved in our pooling placements You do just that, right? So a lot of the actuarial work is black and white, right? It's just the math, but a portion of it is also subjective. So what trends you choose, what development patterns you're using, what weight you're putting on the experience rate versus the exposure rate, that, that all is a decision that each reinsurer makes for one reason or another. And us having those analytical tools just gets us in the game of talking with them and negotiating with them for the best interest of our client, right? So that's first and foremost about those services that we're already providing. The database comes in because it's it's a pretty big complement to those services. So with a formidable or credible public entity database, our actuaries can use that and apply those trends that they're pulling from there and those development patterns and, and all those insights that they can then use in the work that they're doing for each of the individual pools. So it makes it a much more representative pricing output or structure recommendation if we're actually using pool data and not industry data like ISO or RAA, which includes the entire industry and maybe not even a lot of public entity data in it so that's really at the heart of the database is another advocacy tool that we can bring to help our clients at each renewal structuring well you know what might be the the optimal structure for them and also coming up with target pricing that we think is supportable in the marketplace whether or not the reinsurers initially agree with us or not
0: <laughs> well as brokers we like to say that we would like to drive the story so i totally yes. agree with you so Yeah. And, you know, especially in public entities, it's always I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with risk managers or, you know, pool executives to say, well, how do I stack up against other like kind, you know, entities or how do my retentions compare or whatever it is? So I can see where this database would really be something that will be a great tool, not only for us as brokers, but for our clients as well.
1: Yeah, and on that point, I mean, that's definitely the secondary and beyond uses that we can do with the database. So the the primary, and it's going to take time to build, right, because we're dealing with a lot of data and we're trying to get historical views of that for the actuary. The primary is that we really want to be able to pull the trends and development patterns out of it. But the next evolution of it is clearly that we can use it for benchmarking and, and other uses uh, once it's populated.
0: Yeah. So who is participating in this database right now? Or who are you reaching out to, I guess?
1: Yeah, so our our initial focus is on our pooling clients, because they obviously have large amounts of data that will fit pretty well within the database. So that's kind of our primary focus right now. And the the good thing about the databases is, is that Providing the data is supposed to be very light touch for the clients because we're using the same data that you give to your client broker to go out with your renewal package, right? So the loss run that you would use, the exposure data you would use, and that's it. We're taking that data, manipulating it a little bit so it looks the same way so that it lands in our database kind of consistently so our actuary at some point can just click a button and aggregate the data and do their their industry study is what we're calling it. it. Once the database is populated enough, the actuaries will do an industry study on it, and that's where they'll start getting those factors that are going to be very useful for us doing our pricing analysis. But so because the polls are big and they have the data, that's where we're starting. Once we get through a substantial part of that, uh, obviously single risk entities in that would be kind of the next level that we would like to introduce into it.
0: So when it comes to um, lines of coverage, are there certain lines that you're focusing on or right now, is it all lines or how, where are you, I guess, in in the use of the database right now?
1: So for the most part, we're looking for the casualty property and more comp data. Obviously, with cyber kind of being a breakout line in the past few years, uh, not a throw in anymore, we will look to segregate that and maybe do some analysis separately on cyber information that we get in. And within some of those lines of business, like casualty, for example, if we have a school pool, uh, we will likely look to segregate out you know sexual abuse, things like that so that can be looked at separately from our actuary. so we're we're identifying some of those additional breakouts, but it's really the the three core lines that we're trying to feed in.
0: okay, are you looking at casualty from a law enforcement or a public officials standpoint as well, or is it all? kind of put into a casualty bucket right now? No,
1: it'll definitely be segregated by coverage within casualty, right? So, and that's hopefully where we get the data from the clients where it's segregated out already. And I think it would be, right? Law enforcement is such a hot topic, but I think it's easy to identify those losses within loss runs. Use obviously has been such a hot topic over the past 10 years that we know those are already segregated in the loss runs we get. So yeah, the broader casualty bucket, but certainly we'll be looking at law enforcement, sexual abuse, and the different lines of casualty, general liability, uh, auto liability, things like that.
0: Well, that's good because by breaking it up that way, You'll also be able to compare, you know, dif- different jurisdictions with different types of, you know, tort immunities yeah. and, and that kind of thing. So that's great. So if I'm a pool and I'm participating in this database, what kind of information do I get out of it?
1: Yeah. So uh, and keep in mind, this, again, is an advocacy tool, ultimately, for the benefit of our, our pool clients when we do our analysis for them for their renewal So, um, individually, once this is built and we have factors we can actually use from it, if you are having your program evaluated by our actuaries, that's where we will use that data and give you, you know, ABC pool, here is our thoughts on your structure and your pricing, and you'll be able to see what trending information we're using, how we develop the losses what weighting that we're giving to experience versus exposure, things like that, that'll all be inherent in the report that we do individually for each of our pool clients. From a high-level perspective, we haven't gotten there yet about is there something we can maybe do in a symposium or some sort of client event where we can sort of broadly share with our clients the insights we're getting out of the database. We'll look to do that. But first and foremost, this is really a tool to help those clients when we are doing our pricing analysis and that so that we can really make the best arguments for them on the most optimal structures in the marketplace.
0: All right. That brings up an interesting point, because when I first heard that you were spearheading this, I thought, you know, even non-alliant clients might want to participate in something like this because they could really benchmark themselves against other pools. But mm-hmm. I also could see where perhaps they in these non-reliant clients, their brokers might not want them participating because that would be giving them a lot of information. So do you envision it at some point where we might be able to open it up to a broader group of pools?
1: Well, prospects are welcome. <laughs> we won't <laughs> turn exactly. away a prospect if they want to give us their data. And there will be, I mean, if we have a prospect, obviously we want to show them what we can do some of these capabilities that we have. So utilizing that information to do a pricing analysis for them, I don't see that outside of the realm of what we'd want to do anyway.
0: Right, right. So, you know, in this, you mentioned the cyber world that we're living in right now. Is the data safe? The data that you're collecting, is any of it PII or PHI or anything that they would have to worry about turning over to you for collecting the data?
1: Yeah, so actually the data that you already get, the clients already give for the renewal submission will be more detailed than the data we're grabbing from there to populate the database. So we we don't necessarily need claimant names and things like that. We're really looking for the data and the evaluation periods and making those distinctions. And I should point out, we're using Origami as our warehouse. So we have the protections of the Origami system and many of our pool clients use Origami so if you're comfortable with origami, you're comfortable with the database because we're using the same people. But yeah, there there should be no risk of that personal information being even included in the database, frankly, because again, we're looking to create this aggregate study of the marketplace and we don't need individual claimant names or any type of detail like that. We really just need the distinguishing information that allows the actuary to evaluate it.
0: Yeah, that's what I figured, but I thought I'd better ask just in case. Sure, so, yeah. <laughs> so if a client or prospect wants to participate in this and they haven't, you know, maybe this is the first time they're hearing about it, how would they contact you to get their data included in this database?
1: Sure, their client contact would be uh, first and foremost. Yeah, and for the most part, I think you know, we release the flyer and the data use agreement. I, I should comment on that. We have an agreement that we want the clients to sign just to show what we're doing with their data, right? We're not taking your data and saying, you know, trust us. we'll, you know, don't worry about it. You're going to see exactly what we're doing. You're going to see that we, we have a pretty tight group that are looking at it. It's really just our little group that's populating the database with our actuary who's going to have access to it. We are not breaking out individual data and giving it to other pools and in, in states where there might be some competitive issues. It's right. really an aggregate project that we can use in the ultimate pricing project. So your producer or your client contact would be the first stop. Obviously, my contact information I can share and reach out to me directly. But this is another arrow in the quiver As far as services that we can provide to our client, so it's critical that we have the alliance teams involved in that because you know this is the not so much the new wave anymore, but certainly the data analytics is something that you you definitely need to be doing uh, as part of the service that you provide.
0: And you know we are doing so much of that on an individual client basis or an individual pool basis. It really does make sense to put it and aggregate it into a database. So. I'm really excited to see how, you know, the things that we turn out and the information that we get from it. So I'm really excited Absolutely. about that. Any other thoughts or comments that you'd want to share before we wrap up today? Yeah, I guess the other distinction I would make
1: and the analysis that we will be doing, it's actuarially based, right? So this is different than a pool consulting actuary who's doing their loss reserve study or their rate study. This is purely our actuary helping us price the structure that we're going out in the market with. And I bring that up because it's different. Like You and I can sit down and on a spreadsheet, we can throw in formulas and do some work like that and go out to the market. Maybe we'll have success with that. And we have had success with that. But having the actuary involved brings just a a higher trust when we're talking with the reinsurers and their actuaries, right? They're talking peer-to-peer and we're sort of raising our clients up to be on equal footing with what the reinsurers are doing with their data anyway. We're just making sure that we're getting uh, our view in there, uh, especially on those subjective items.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And in some of our other podcasts we've talked about, we're the ones who want to be driving the conversation. We don't want the insurance carriers or reinsurers driving it for us. So, Totally agree and I'm looking forward to it. And that is, by the way, Dan.made, M-A-D-E-J at alliant.com, if you want to reach out about participating in this public entity database. But in the meantime, Dan, thank you very much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. And as always, you know, we recognize these are challenging times for public entity risk managers. And so we are constantly looking at ways to make your life easier and improve. What we're doing in the insurance market on your behalf.
1: Thank you for listening. And for more information, visit us at insurance.alliant.com forward slash in the public eye.